Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at AutoArmorMS.com and on social media at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks. Mr. Tucker. We're back, and it is Wednesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you live from W-Y-A-B. 103.9 FM. Well, folks, it is Wednesday, and we were out on yesterday due to the inclement weather. And it did rain hard. Uh, but, you know, I was thinking, I said, it has rained hard like this before in my lifetime. And I remember having to walk home from school and stuff like this, you know. Uh, but now, I guess because we have the speed of communications and, uh, of course, you know, the drama queens over at the Weather Bureau, man, they keep everybody on edge. Oh, man, there's, there's sunshine coming tomorrow. Folks, be be prepared. They got folks lathering down in uh, uh, suntan lotion and the whole nine yards. Boy, I tell you what, it's just a world of fear, being uh, constantly bombarded with fear. uh, But don't worry about it. At least I don't. I just said, you know what? It's going to be what it's going to be. But I didn't come into the station. I I deferred uh, in the interest of my producer. Uh, I said, well, there's no need for him to be endangered and have him come out and you know, but I did have an interview scheduled. We rescheduled. I guess he'll call in today if he can. I think it'll be an interesting interview. But there's a lot going on. Of course, it is Wednesday, and as we have to do here at WYB, certainly on the Kim Wade Show, we want to remind you, encourage you, implore you that it's Back to Christ Wednesday, formerly Back to Church Wednesday, but given the buckling of the church in certain areas of the country, uh, it's Back to Christ. Go back to the source. You need not a middleman. That's what. Uh, Martin Luther was all about. He kept trying to say, hey, man, you go straight to Christ. Don't don't believe all this. And so the same thing is here now. You can go bend your knee, bow your heart, lift up your hand and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Go back to that time when you first believed, when you was on, on fire for the Lord. You believe in his power to change, do, heal. And this is the same power that exists today. It's just that you got busy, success, good times, Good fortune came upon you, and you kind of got a little slack in your gratefulness, in your prayers, in your thanksgiving. But now is the time to say, Lord, have mercy on me. Biggest fool in Jackson. I got it wrong more than I got it right, but your grace and mercy brought me through one more last time. So won't you come? Go back to your old home church. They'll be glad to see you in most cases. They'll be glad to see you. See the prodigal son come through those doors haven't turned this cap around. So won't you come? Won't you come?
fui penal. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord. Folks, that is our earnest prayer. That's our prayer request for all of us. Our nation is in, I mean, folks, not. See, I think there's a lack of appreciation or knowledge or understanding that, in fact, God judges nations in the here and now. We as individuals, on that great getting up morning, we're going to have to turn our palms up and explain the work of our hands. But the nations, the collective sins, that have gathered around uh, all of our feet, collective feet. We're going to be weighed in the balance right now. And this is why we see the evil that is just unleashed on this nation from all corners. The vortex of evil, which I believe began in 2008 in earnest, continues on to this day. And now what you're seeing now is just bullies, tyrants, dictators. Everywhere you turn at all levels of government, they're just pushing you around, telling you you don't count. But that's what I'm telling you, folks, at the end of the day, be stout of heart and faith, stand firm, cover the ground you stand on and say without question, no mas. Because in order for them to affect the type of uh, changes that they want to institute, They've got to bring something to the table. They've got to come onto the field of battle. And I've always been one. Always. I'm talking about since I can recall. I've never been dissuaded by the numbers. I've never been dissuaded by the numbers. What motivates me is whether or not that which I see, speak, believe, or subscribe to is on the square. Whether or not it fits within the four corners of the word, of the revealed word. And then when I see that the situation that I'm in, that I believe in, that I'm praying to God for, is not running out the side of the waffle line like waffle batter, pancake batter. Then I say, okay, when it's not doing that, then God's word is on the line. That means it squares up with the word within that book. So you can go out with all the faith that your heart can muster and say, these things be so. Whether or not you're there to see the victory or not, you can stand with confidence, knowing that death is not the worst thing that can happen to a believer. The worst thing that can happen is to die with a faltering faith in the Lord. Now, you know, those who know me know me. Look. While I have more than a nod in acquaintance with God, baby, I'm no theologian. Okay, I'm no theologian. I'm not uh, uh, somebody who can exegete the word from uh, verse to verse, from word to word. I, I can't do that. I have a simple faith. The simple faith that, that brought us over as a people. Back when we were Negroes. When we eating tea and toast in the morning for for sustenance. 
but we knew that there'd be a better day. That's the kind of faith I have. So I'm just telling you, to the Christian patriots and rednecks out there, hold firm. Stay hard. Stay inaltable in your belief. Because these bullies that we're dealing with, these bullies who are running up on us, these bullies who are bogarting their way into our lives, destroying everything that we believe in, they're nothing but hard mercenaries for Satan. They're going to fall. They're going to be crushed underfoot. So be of good cheer. I do want to uh, depart from this opening rant, make a special request for a couple of people. One of our listeners down there in Florence, a good friend, Myron Abel, he's uh, in need of blood. He's getting going under the knife for surgery. And those of you who know Myron know he's a stand-up guy. He's a patriot. He's one of us. Uh, he's in need of old positive blood. For those of you who have old positive blood, if you can make a donation, it would be greatly appreciated. Any, any, whatever your blood type is, everybody, you know, blood can be used. But uh, he is uh, uh, again down for the count right now, and he needs, he needs blood for the surgery. So if you're so in a position to do so, and if you know Myron, if you don't know him, he is a, I commend him to you. That he's a good man, and we just ask that if you would pray for him. Then we have another listener who listens in all the way from the coast down there, Brother Jeff, a patriot. And uh, if I told you his whole name, many of you would know him because he, he's a national writer. Con he, he contributes uh, articles nationally. And he's a regular listener to the Kim Wade Show. And, and uh, uh, he is uh, battling a challenge in his life. And so we send our prayers up to him. Folks, I believe in the power of prayer. You know, I was talking with the, uh, the nurse that I had on the program who was my nurse one of my nurses when I was uh, at Baptist. And he uh, he was telling me, he said, Kim, he said, uh, he had treated, uh, you know, hundreds of patients who had come in and he's never seen anybody recover as fast as I did. Folks, I, I had no concept of, of what was fast or slow or anything like that. And I have been told by many people who had, who had treated me that, you know, that my recovery was remarkable. And, uh, and I just say, but God. And as I said before, you know, I'm not trying to downplay or upplay my faith. I'm just saying what I have learned from being in that situation. We all say we believe. But your faith is your faith is materialized, is manifested, is is crystallized, is mastertized. When you go all the way through to the other side. OK, that's how it works. Our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Yeah, I was waiting on Mister Tuck. I, you know, a lot of times people get these uh, uh, Eastern time and Standard times mixed up, and I hope that's not the case here. Now, let me see if I can get a, a message through to him uh, and see, because he's he's written a good article. Let's get Mobile Bob in here while we try to figure that thing out there. Mobile. Okay, he's not there. But no, uh, uh, if you could, folks, uh, if you can donate blood for Myram, it's uh, M-Y-R-U-M and Abel, A-B-L-E. And uh, if you can uh, help out in that regard, we, we would appreciate it. And also uh, pray for Jeff down on the coast, uh, stand-up guy, patriot. And uh, not that it makes a difference, but for those who want to know, he is a uh, uh, Hispanic American, Trump lover, America lover, uh, unabashed uh, in his support of America and love for this country. And uh, uh, 
you know, again, we have to start standing uh, with one another. These, these people are not, uh, these people can be defeated at him. Okay, mobile, bro. Okay, these people can be defeated. They, in their own mind, because of the media echo chamber, believe that they're bigger than they are, but they'll fall harder than they think they're going to fall, if they think they're going to fall at all. But we're going to do this. The main thing is, is that you remain stout. Don't be dissuaded by all the electronics and all the threats. Those men and women who are languishing in the jails in D.C., uh, part of the January 6th protest, Folks, they're paying a price for all of us. And all of us at some point are going to have that spotlight showed on us where we may have to go down for the count. But it's for freedom's cause. Those people in D.C. are going to be vindicated. But by that time, they would have already done the jail time. Chris Ray, the FBI, the Department of Justice is totally corrupt. I don't know if you've been following what Chris Ray has uh, been lying to the Congress, openly lying. Uh, the guy is foul. And if you look at Chris Ray's age, he came of age under Obama. Okay? He was in his 30s when Obama ascended to the presidency and him and Eric Holder were doing their dope boy magic on the Department of Justice, weaponizing it against Americans. That's his frame of thought. Our number 601-879-0002. Let's take a break when we come back. Mobile Bob. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Wednesday. Back to Christ Wednesday, want to remind you. Also, want to remind you, State Farm Agent Extraordinaire and my friend, John Dorsa. John stands at the ready to help you out with all of your, oops, all of your insurance needs, 601-790-2600, 601-790-2600. Let's go to Mobile Bob. Hey, man. Hey, dude. What's up? Hey, um, what age do you think you were able sophisticated enough to figure out that there was a difference between men uh boys and girls uh, what age do you think that might have been mm, that's probably nine or ten yeah <laughs> i think it's a lot sooner than that but mm. the but the real difference yeah nine or ten. <laughs> well now you gotta you didn't realize you had to be a biologist to know the difference at that time did you did you know that no. you saw a biologist before you could tell the difference between a boy and a girl well, yeah, but go, go ahead on to your point. Cause these, oh, yeah, yeah, like the Supreme Court nominee who's unable to define what a woman is when asked, when her answer was, well, I'm not a biologist, so I can't answer that question. Well, uh, so all you leftists out there who think you still support Democrats and support liberals, all you Christians out there, that's what you got to sign up for now, that you no longer know the difference between men and women, and that you think a boy, killing the babies are fine all through all the whole nine months. And even up to some point until time out, if they ain't out long enough. That's what you got to sign up for if you want to continue to believe and support Democrats. Because that's where they're going. Yeah, That's what they're putting up. That's their agenda. This the is... lady couldn't define what a woman was. But they have no choice. When you get idiots like this, Leela, Leo, whoever, Leo, whatever her name, her last name was, beating women by 10 strokes. Claiming he's, a, he's claiming he's a woman, well then you have to sign up that you don't understand what a woman is. That's what that's what you that's what you're left with now. If you continue to follow the left. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Listen, uh, Mobile, I'm going to have to t- break away. We've got our uh, interview. He finally okay. got through here to us. We'll, we'll touch on it. Uh, what we'll do is let's take a break, and then we'll have a full run-up to the next uh, uh, hour. Hold on, Mr. Tucker. We'll be right back. This is Clay Edwards with Auto Armor in Flowood, Mississippi. Auto Armor is the area's premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report to potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now. We're offering System X ceramic coatings starting as low as $4.99 for cars and only $7.49 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive. And of course, we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast and we hope to see you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks, we're back. It's Wednesday, Back to Christ Wednesday. This is your host, Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. I'm coming to you live from W-Y-A-B. And we have our special guest on the line, Mr. Jeff Tucker. He's with the Brownstone Institute, and he's wrote a good article. Actually, he's written several books uh, regarding the plight we find ourselves as plebes under the uh, uh, dictatorship of all these uh, world leaders. Mr. Tucker, welcome to WYAB. Hey, it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. I read your article with great interest, and I said this would be a good interview. Uh, you can tell people a little about yourself in the uh, Institute, and then we'll get into your article. Yeah, so I, I run the, 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 founded and run the uh, Brownstone Institute, which focuses, it was it was founded in light of the pandemic and the what I consider to be the very dangerous and bad response to the pandemic and now we we publish on all aspects of economics and public health and and philosophy in general mm. yes you do and uh, you wrote an article and it was what it caught my interest because i had been saying this as a matter of fact when the pandemic mandates and uh heavy-handed it well, was flattened the curve all that stuff started coming down i said whoa 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 uh, we need to get another set of eyes on this before we go galloping off in this direction here. And, uh, of course, we didn't get another set of eyes here in the state of Mississippi over the so-called science and data that was prompting their mandates and edicts. And uh, I feared that we would uh, uh, see the rise of tyrants in all these different political positions and appointments. And that's what we saw. And you touch on that, uh, what has happened over the last two years with the pandemic. Uh, give us an overview of that article again. Well, uh <laughs> That's a big question. But it basically, when the uh, pathogen first arrived here, or at least when we first noticed it, uh, that was two years ago, more than two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it turns out the pathogen had already been here six months previous, but let's forget that. Uh, all these political figures out there, on the left, the right, Republicans, the Democrats, everybody, said the way to deal with this was to push people around. And lock people in their homes, and, and stop their travel, and close the bars, and make you make it so that you couldn't go to church or sing, you know, uh, shut your schools, and so on. But there was never any evidence uh, presented that this would achieve anything. Right. And in fact, it didn't achieve anything. You know. Yes, right. So you know, this this is the uh, the 
problem. This has been going on now for two years, and incredibly, the experts have been have been wrong on on basically everything from you know masks to uh, school closures to stopping of events. I mean, people people were being arrested by SWAT teams, you know, for getting a beer, you know, at a at a bar. Uh, uh, in 2020, and then we had the vaccine mandates. A lot of people, millions of people, have been uh, uh, forced to take a, a medication they didn't want, and fired from the jobs if they refused. I mean, it's been a brutal time, and 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 we still have the virus. You know what it looks like to me, and we just have a group. Of, you know, when I was coming up, I'm in my 60s now. When I was coming up. Uh, there were still inventors and uh, entrepreneurs and those people, the Henry Fords of their uh, of, of my day. They came up with I uh, inventions that actually advanced mankind. Uh, they were glad to see uh, 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 diseases eradicated, etc. Now we just seem to have a class of entrepreneurs and and business people whose sole goal is to dominate and subjugate all of humanity. It's like a Marvel comic uh, uh, situation. It's weird, right? I mean, I don't know what happened to the corporate class, but they completely sold out, and they they changed their whole outlook from believing in freedom and innovation to uh, compliance, uh, and and that's true for big tech, uh, uh, and many corporations in this country. They've gone along with the mandates, and they've not pushed back against really the biggest attack on our freedoms in our lifetime, and it's a shock to me. I mean, when I was growing up, uh, business favored uh, free freedom more or less. Mm-hmm. Now they seem to be the opposite. Well, th- there's clearly the the invisible hand that Adam Smith uh, used to talk about or, or alluded to. It's an invisible hand, but its motives are not invisible. These people are hell bent on destroying all that has come before. You know, and as they try to destroy our our world society uh, and all that we've advanced and enjoy right now. I'm, I'm asking myself, what do they think they're going to replace it with? I mean, you got to have workers. Only thing they can do is make slaves out of everybody. I mean, because they're still going to want to live the good life that they're living. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's very short-sighted, and it, it may be a political thing. I think a lot of corporate leaders today don't really care about the the, the businesses they're running. They just care about, you know, fitting in with media culture and getting uh, becoming famous. You know, and and getting a lot of clicks on Twitter and social media and that sort of thing. But they they don't care about their stockholders or their or their employees. Otherwise, they wouldn't be imposing these mandates. I mean, like tens, of hundreds of thousands of people have been fired over the last uh, year for not for not complying with these mandates. And I I get emails every day from people in a panic about the fact that they're losing their jobs. Uh, the kids are getting get being forced to be vaccinated to go to school and so on. And I wish I could help everybody, but I can't. It, yeah. uh, it's it's really a, been a disaster, I would say, for for America and for the world. It has been, and uh, I'm, I get a, a newsletter from the Becker Report, which you know monitors the uh, hospitals around the country. And you got all these CEOs of these hospitals complaining about not being able to get enough staff. And I'm saying they've created. The, if they didn't create the problem, they made the problem worse. In many cases, they did create the problems of staffing. And uh, uh, you got all these people who are qualified to do the job and to work who they won't allow to work 
And yet they're, they're complaining. They want set asides. They want subsidies. They want whatever to help try to make them whole. They're shutting down uh, uh, services because they can't get enough staffing. So much of what America is experiencing right now is not because America is faulting. It's because America is being betrayed. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, the, the, the hospital situation is particularly outrageous because a lot of these workers that were fired were doing really hard work against uh, uh, COVID at the initial outbreak of the pandemic. They got exposed to disease, uh, got immunity, and so now they're the perfect workers. And those people are the ones being fired. Right. I mean, it's just incredible. You're firing the people who did the hardest work earlier in the pandemic, got immunity, don't want the vaccine, and now you fire them, even though they're the best possible workers. So that's this country. That's what's going on. It's very strange to me. It is strange. And, and what, I mean, what it shows me is the links that the, the so-called elites are willing to go through to prove their point. Such the, one of the points they're trying to prove is that natural immunity uh, doesn't, uh, has not, uh, will not perform on this particular virus or it's not applicable uh, it, it just basically they're trying to repudiate what uh, uh, time in memorial has showed us about natural immunity simply because they say so. They're using their position as uh, a medical state director or whatever, you know, whatever title they have just to tell us no. And there's nothing you can do about it but die. And I'm saying this is not going to work. This is not going to work for me. Yeah. Brownstone, we, we put together 150 studies on natural immunity, 150 showing that it's 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 better more robust, more long-lasting, more broad than all the vaccines you can ever look at. And uh, we've shown this many times that that document's been presented in many court trials and that sort of thing. I mean, this is, the whole approach has been against science. And uh, like you say, it's, it's, it's imposed by a small ruling elite that haven't cared at all about workers and regular people and that sort of thing. We pretend to care about, you know, the freedom of and rights of Ukrainians, and that's good. <laughs> what about the freedom and rights of Americans, you know? Precisely. We've lived through uh, terrible times for the last 24 months. It has, it has been extreme. We're talking with uh, Jeff Tucker. He's with the Brownstone Institute. You can go to that website and, and subscribe to their newsletter. It's uh, very informative. They have a lot of good articles. Mr. Tucker has written several books. You want to tell us about the books you've written? Well, you know, right... Uh, in the fall of 2020, I came out with a book called Liberty or Lockdown, because I've been fighting these lockdown policies for uh, two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a, a, a really good book, uh, I think. Um, it still holds up. And another 10 books on technology and, I don't know, economics and, you know, you name it. But uh, I really like Liberty or Lockdown. That's a, that's a really good book. Well, again, that's the Brownstone Institute. We're talking with Jeff Tucker and... Uh, the concern that he raises, and I, I have the same thing, is about the elites. But it's not just here in this country. Is that correct? All over the world. I mean, I have friends in Australia and Spain and and Ireland and South Korea. It's always it's all the same in every country. There's a tiny little group that pretends that they know what's best for you, and they're going to tell you what to do. And if you don't comply. You're going, to, you're going to get fined or arrested. And this is the uh, system in the world. And, 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 and it's, it's basically a Chinese-style system of social and economic control. And it's, it's, it's not what America is about, and it's not about what most countries in the world are about. 
and we need to uh, reject this. But if you read the New York Times, you know, uh, today or any of the fashionable publications, they think all this whole approach to pandemic management is just great. Mm-hmm. And uh, we should do it again well, if uh, COVID cases go up in the future. Right. So the, the threat is real. I mean, our freedoms are not secure. Our rights are not secure. They can be taken away at any time. And we need to make dramatic changes to make sure this never happens again. And that's what's concerning to me. Uh, we just had a legislative session, or it's in session right now, about the end in a few more days, uh, in which they did not nothing to address uh, our medical security uh, our persons. Uh, it, it seems like, and I had one of our listeners call in and made the point, he lived through the civil rights uh, of the 60s here in Mississippi, and uh, he talked about how the Great Society, Johnson's Great Society, flushed so much money down through the system, through society, through America, uh, it got people who were who were recalcitrant, uh, what I call white Democrat races, uh, to change their position. Not because they actually changed their position, but because there was a financial incentive to do so. And he said he see the same thing with the COVID money coming down. Six trillion dollars flushed through the system. It turned a whole lot of people's heads. And uh, we got all these people who became tyrants simply because in order for them to keep their job and their bonuses, they had to put the screws to you. And they had no problems doing it. Yeah, I was looking at, at the numbers today. I think Congress spent about $6 trillion mm-hmm. uh, after lockdowns happened. It's throwing money all over the country. Mm-hmm. Paying off everybody. So that's why they didn't open up the country. That's why they didn't give you a right back, because they were making too much money. That's right. So that's why the lockdowns lasted as long as they did. That's right. And you know, everybody was getting paid. Everybody. And of course, now we're experiencing very high inflation. You've been to the store recently. You know about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened was that the Federal Reserve just printed up all the money that Congress spent. And and now your dollars are worth uh, less at the store. So, you know, you think you're getting a, a gift from them, but then uh, they destroy your purchasing power, your ability to make ends meet. That's right. So now your rent is going up and your groceries are going up and your gas is going up. This is all a direct result of the pandemic lockdowns. So, and and I asked my mother yesterday whether or not people understand this. She said nobody understands this. The relationship between, you know, the egregious price increases and and the lockdowns. So I've just written an article about it. I'm going to publish it tomorrow because I'm, I really want people to understand. This is all a result of really bad. Uh, decision making by a very small number of people mm-hmm. and it's ruining the american way of life very dangerous and very harmful well you know uh and to that you know if you're a student of history you realize the signs this 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 debt that we're carrying and then they're driving us into war at a time when we're basically broke where we'd have to borrow the money to go to war from basically the people who we're going to war with this is unsustainable. This is a recipe for a disaster. And as your mother pointed out, uh, many people just don't see it coming. But I think it's because many people have become seared spiritually and they have no sense of right and wrong anymore or ability to see sin and evil when it, when it appears. I think you're right about that. Uh, uh, two years ago when we all got locked down and our churches got shut and we couldn't invite friends over to our house and that sort of thing, uh, 
uh, people wondered what kind of world we live in, mm-hmm. what's right, what's wrong. And, and we've forgotten what those principles are about. We used to know, but, but uh, after two years of this, of this uh, disaster, uh, people have become a little bit crazy. <laughs> and, and people are behaving very badly. And right and wrong is no longer clear what it means. And our politicians certainly don't know what that means. Right. And what it means for me is that we're headed to a, a very bad time unless we, unless we take a very different direction right away. Absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the things we as Americans, we've had it so good for so long. It's just hard for us to fathom that the world could be anything other than what we grew up in. And that's it. it's, it's just it's mind blowing because uh, what it appears has happened to, you know, from my vantage point on the totem pole there, Tuck, and that is. You had all these billionaires. You had Zuckerberg's buying off the secretary of state and the election commissioners around the country. You got big farmer buying off the state medical directors and the governors and whoever else they need to buy off. You got the uh, 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 the war machine money buying off whoever they need. And because everybody who sold out, all the Congress people and the politicians who sold out, they think, well, my little sellout ain't going to hurt that bad. Not knowing that there's a cabal of billionaires and others who have a, a overlapping plan not just the one that affects the Secretary of State and Election Commissioners, et cetera, but one that would destroy our country. And uh, the culmination of all these billionaires working together, doing their dope boy magic on the American people, is going to result either in civil war or subjugation. Yeah, it's a sad state of affairs because, you know, they all these billionaires you, t- you talk about think that they're doing good for society, but they don't actually care about the little guy. No. They, they just don't. Right. They don't care about the working man and woman. Uh, they don't care about the kids in school. Uh, they don't care about anything. It's sad. Uh, you've got a, uh, a class of people who like working in their pajamas at home, mm-hmm. and uh, 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 they, they've lost touch with what it means to actually run a society, run an economy, mm-hmm. uh, go to work. They, they just don't care anymore. <laughs> and. That's what we're dealing with. And they dominate the media and they dominate the banks and they dominate every aspect of society now. And they're taking away our freedom. Absolutely. So it's a true tragedy. And and we need political leaders that understand this. And I don't care if they're Republicans or Democrats. It doesn't matter to me. Right. Or left or right or anything else. We need to get back to a basic understanding of, of human rights and liberties. And, and and let society function and let people innovate and create and live their lives without these overlords telling everybody what to do all the time. That's the real danger. What it, what it looks like also is that uh, they promise these people who, who they've uh, basically paid money to over the table, under the table, however they did it, uh, that, that their progeny, their name and their progeny will be above the fold with whatever system that comes out of this uh, destruction of America and destruction of Western civilization, that their name, their family name will be above the fold. They'll be part of the uh, of the new world order or whatever it is. Uh, and these people bought into the promise. But uh, if the American dollar goes down the tubes, these people who work for the state, who carry guns for the uh, uh, state, their paycheck is going to be just as affected as everybody else's. I, I don't know where they think they're headed with this stuff. Uh, it's very dangerous, and I don't think they're thinking about it either. And, but but you go to the grocery store now or go to fill up your tank of gas, you see what's going on. Mm-hmm. You're being robbed, and you're being pillaged. And these people are definitely at fault. 
Absolutely. And nobody should blame anybody except our, our leadership and the government and the Federal Reserve and all the elites in this country. They're, they've destroyed everything. And it's getting worse by the day. I don't think we're anywhere near the end of this, by no, the way. No, I think, I think it's going to, you know, get it could get much worse. Well, like you, you talk about civil war. Right. Yeah. I mean, anything is possible, you know. Worldwide civil war against the governments. This is why, really, with what they're trying to do with the digital uh, 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 tracking currency and vac- vaccination passports and all that stuff, now, if they're not fought uh, against right now, I don't think that we're going to be in a position to do it going forward. The next succeeding generations, we're the last generation. If this world is going to be saved uh, from these evil psychopaths, it's got to be done right now. In other words, we got to take one for the team now and don't leave it to our kids and grandkids. Yeah, I agree with that. We, we, you and I grew up in a world of, of uh, not freedom, but something. Lo- close to it mm-hmm. and it was a good a good times right Great time. before 2020 right uh not perfect but it was it was uh, we, we figured out how to have a good life mm-hmm. and then suddenly everything changed and we've got to we've got to get we've got to get back to uh fundamentals you know uh all the things we used to believe in we need to start believing them in the uh, in them again and i'm, I'm afraid it's going to take many years before yeah. we re- rebuild i it's one thing to elect new politicians. Okay, that's good, but it's only the beginning. We've got a lot of work to do. It's a mindset and a spirit that has to be eradicated. So succeeding generations know that they they should never, ever try what the Zuckerbergs and the Soros and the Bidens and the Clintons have done. They should never try that. We should put a stamp on their DNA that they would never want to try this again. Look, we've been talking with Jeff Tucker. He's with the Brownstone Institute. You can check him out online, triple dub, brownstoneinstitute.org. Great articles, uh, well-researched, and I commend him to you highly. Jeff, tell them how they can get your book. Uh, yeah, you can buy it on Amazon, uh, Liberty or Lockdown. And if you go to uh, brownstone.org, you can see we have a tab called Books, mm-hmm. and you can click there and, and get all of our books uh, and join the I guess, what do we call ourselves, the resistance? <laughs> you know, something like that. Well, I believe it, down, down here in the South, we call ourselves Christian patriots and rednecks because nobody else seems <laughs> to want to save this country. I mean, seriously, land all jokes aside, the only people going to fight to save old lady liberty is going to be Christian patriots and rednecks. And you can be all three, two out of three, one out of three, but you're all in the fight. Jeff, we I appreciate there's, there's something to say for that. So uh, I appreciate you uh, letting me uh, talk to your audience. God bless you, brother. We'll be in touch, man. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks, my friend. Bye-bye. Let's take a break. We'll be right All right, folks. We're back, and it is Wednesday. Back to Christ Wednesday. Let's go to the phones. We have Pat on the line. Hey, Pat. Hey, Kim. Hey, what's going on? Hey, I just wanted to tell you something. I, uh... My brother used to live up in Brandon, and then he moved back to Florida, and he was telling me about your radio program, and uh, I'm impressed. I'm very impressed by your uh, courage and your uh, words of wisdom. Well, appreciate you being out there, my friend, and thank your brother for referring you. We can always use another shoulder against the wheel. We're going. America's going to be okay. We're just going to have to go through some sears. We're going to have to move some furniture around before it's all over with, brother. Well, the th- the point I was going to make is that you know the you were your your uh, your other caller uh, it touched on this a little bit, but you know here's the thing that 
the arrogance of the people like Pelosi and Schumer and all these liberals that are uh, forcing these things down our throats, that the arrogance of those people is they are in power right now. Right. But at some point they won't be. And their kids and their grandkids are not going to have the same uh, protections and privileges that they are. And so they're going to take and suffer just like the rest of us. Sadly, but true. And why they can't understand that is hard for us to understand, but it is what it is, and we have to be prepared. My friend, it's good to hear from you. Pat, stay in touch, okay? Let's take a break. We'll be right back. We're back, and it is Wednesday, Back to Christ Wednesday. That's right, folks. Uh, we encourage you. This is your opportunity to go and get reacquainted, reestablish a relationship and a fellowship with our Lord and Savior. Our nation's in trouble. We're in trouble. The world is in trouble. And it's not because of the bad guys. It's because of the people who call themselves saints, Christians, and disciples of Christ won't stand. We say we believe, but we won't fight the good fight. We can't be found on the battlefield we bend and fold and break and run every time they flex and floss at us. And I'm just saying, no, nah, house. We need to draw a hard line in the sand. Before we get to our guests, we do have a special guest in the studios. I want to remind you about our good friends over at Vantage Business Systems in Jackson. Been around since 1976, helping, business, helping businesses uh, maintain their businesses. Now, what they've done and what they do, they'll come in and do an audit on your business. They'll look at everything that has electronic pulse to it. In other words, if it plugs in, has a digital footprint, transmit, receives, uh, they're going to help maintain it. And so they're going to give you an audit, and they say, look, this is what we can do. And now when you come into the office on Monday morning and your employees are sitting there looking crazy at the water cooler or drinking coffee or playing solitaire like my producer does all the time, uh, they'll come in and say, okay, uh, we're going to just take over this problem, sir. We got you covered. You don't have to sit there on, on hold on an 800 number trying to talk to one vendor after another, try to figure out what the problem is. They handle all that. Give them a call, 362-9192, or visit them online, absms.com. They will handle all your uh, troubleshooting, repair of your electronic equipment. That means your voicemail, internet, uh, Zoom, fax, scanner, printer, the whole nine yards. They take care of it and keep you going. And then your competitors be wondering, well, wait a minute, I'm down. Why aren't they down? Because they have Advantage Business System. ABSMS.com is the web presence. Check them out today. But wait, there's more. There's a companion business been operating for three decades also, PeopleLease. PeopleLease.com handles all your back office work and affairs. Many of you do what you do well, but you don't do everything good. And one of the things you probably don't do well is keep up with all the laws that you have to comply with when you have employees. Workman's Comp, state taxes, federal taxes, the whole nine yards. Uh, they handle all that for you. And all the new edicts that come down, they stay abreast of that and advise you, hey, this is what you need to be aware of 
yada, yada, yada. Things that you don't have time to do while you're out there producing your widgets or providing your services. Whether you be a law firm, pharmaceutical company, uh, uh, a horse farm, whatever it is, they can keep you going. That's the way they roll. PeopleLease.com. PeopleLease.com. For three decades, they've been helping getting the payroll out and helping people stay in the black and in compliance with all the government edicts and regulations. Give them a call, 601-987-3025, 987-3025. So you put people lease with Advantage Business Systems, Hoss, you're going to leave your competitors in the dust. They'll be wondering how you did it. And you'll be down at the uh, Gulf Coast with your toes in the sand, enjoying a corona while they're out there pulling their hair out, trying to get their systems up and running or trying to figure out their payroll. PeopleLease.com, ABSMS.com for all your electronic, digital equipment repair needs. All right. We have in the studios with us, folks, a candidate who is uh, offering himself up for third district congressman. We have the right Mike in the studios. We have Michael Cassidy, unlike Michael Guest, who has proven to be John McCain in the making, the second coming of John McCain. Uh, Mike uh, Cassidy is a... uh, well, let's say he's a former uh, FA-18 pilot, a T-45 instructor pilot at the Naval Air Station in Meridian Steel, and uh, where he serves and he flies in the reserves. He believes in America first. He's a Trump supporter, pro-American worker. He wants to create a nation where traditional values are the guiding principles, where America have the ability to safely raise a family and own a house on one income alone and be able to take care of everything. Uh, when he's elected, he intends to hold the establishment to the feet, the establishment's feet to the fire on numerous America First issues. He's a patriot, and he's here offering himself for service here in the con- uh, congressional district of the third district. We welcome Michael Cassidy, and you can uh, his website is votecassidy.com. That's votecassidy.com. Mike Cassidy, how you doing, sir? Hey, Kim. Thank you very much. I'm doing well. Thank you for the kind introduction. Well, it's good to have you here, man. And as I was saying, you seem to be the right mic, uh, the mic that we chose the last time. Man, you're talking about turning bad quickly. My goodness. Well, Michael Guest lost me when he voted for the January 6th uh, uh, investigation led by uh, the enemy of freedom, Benny G. Thompson, and Mike was under no pressure. He could have just said, I abstain and been just as well off. But no, he had to put his imprimatur on there. He signed it. He put his John Hancock on it. Yeah, and that's the thing. The Mississippi 3rd District, it's one of the most conservative districts in the whole country. The whole country. It votes Republicans something like 25% more than Democrats in just about every election. So Mississippi 3rd can't compromise on having somebody who's not a true conservative. We can't have a rhino in that office. And as you mentioned, he was one of just a handful of politicians on the Republican side who voted to go after Donald Trump in that January 6th commission. Everybody there knew, anybody who had half a brain, Mm -hmm. they knew that 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 was just another witch hunt, that the Democrats were uh, ginning up against Trump like so many that they'd done over the six years from when he announced to even to this present day. Mm-hmm. But Michael guessed either that's how he feels or he just didn't have the political wisdom to understand how horrible of a vote that was. And we can't we can't have somebody like that representing the Mississippi third. Well, has he uh, uh, explained himself? Has he tried to defend himself for that vote? He has not talked about that vote 
at all because he knows what a bad vote it was. He know I take that back. He may he did have one interview at the time and he but he hasn't talked about it since because he knows how bad it is and how the the base of the district how much they hate that vote when they find out about it. When I've been going around the district and I tell people about that, some people know and they they're already pretty mad at him. Right. And then when they find out, they get even madder. It was a deal breaker for yeah. me. I'm not in the third district, but you know, uh, I, I thought highly of a, a Mike Guest when he was a DA, uh, but from what I understood and what I understand. Everybody in D.C. understood that this January 6th commission was nothing but a, uh, a fishing expedition to get uh, uh, research material on candidates for the 2022 elections that, will, uh, that the Democrats could use to uh, help them win the election against Republicans. It makes no sense at all. Well, as we know, election integrity is something that people on the left, they don't have too much uh, a good record on that, we'll say. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the most important issues that we got going forward. We can't allow what happened in 2020 to happen this year in 2022. We can't allow it to happen in 2024. And Mr. Guest has done nothing. He said absolutely nothing about how we can fix our elections. He said nothing about it. You go to his, go to his website, go to his Facebook, you try to watch him on TV, and you can't find anything because He's just happy being a congressman. He's just happy to be up in D.C. He may have started off fine. He may have started off as a good attorney and all back before he joined Congress. But just like so many people, he's gone up there. And I don't know if he forgot his roots or what, but he is now part of the problem. And it only took just a couple of years. <laughs> Less than two years. Like I said, he sold out quicker than the iPhone, man. I tell you what. <laughs> so he, he was looking for an opportunity to, to do this. And the thing about it, uh, him being a former district attorney, he knows those men, men and women who are uh, being incarcerated uh, as a result of being involved with the January 6th uh, rally. He knows their rights are being violated. Has he taken a stand to uh, help those people? Uh, his stand is to be quiet, just mm -hmm. be quiet as a church mouse. He doesn't say, again, anything about that. He doesn't like to, to make waves. The only real, the biggest thing he did to make waves was that vote for January 6th. But mm -hmm. as you said, with his law experience, he knows all the horrible things that are going on there, but he's elected to stay quiet. And he, the only thing that he, uh, before any prosecutions had happened, before any arrests had happened, he was still, he was out there and he was spreading the disinformation that the left was putting out for example, that the protesters had killed uh, the police officer, Officer mm -hmm. Sicknick. They, he had put that out itself on his mm -hmm. Facebook page, at least as of today, mm -hmm. that is saying that it was on them, that people who were just there to protest, that they're the people who killed the police officer. And that is, uh, that's really the, the beginning and the end of what he said about any of the people that were there that day on January 6th. And what, what he, if he was actually interested in fairness uh, and before the law, equality before the law, there were three people died January 6th. They all died at the hands of police officers in the District of Columbia. None of them were arrested. None of them have been charged. Uh, all the protesters who died were white. All the uh, murderers or, or the killers of these protesters were black, and they all wore uniform. Now, we burned down the country for two years under Black Lives Matter uh, 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 rantings, etc. And if Mike Guess was interested in being fair, he would uh, investigate, uh, call for an investigation of why these people were not arrested and why an investigation and all that had not been made public. Uh, 
the 14,000 hours, 14, hours of、uh, videotape that could help、uh, defend these uh, uh, protesters. He hasn't called for them to be released by Nancy Pelosi, but he joins in on jumping on Trump and Trump supporters with the、uh, commission. This guy here, I'm telling you folks, he's going to be worse than John McCain. He sold out when there was, I don't even know if there's any money being tendered to him to take the position on that vote. And so if he's willing to do this to us for free, you know what he would do to the American people for money. Yeah, I can't speak at all about that, but just speaking of, of money with、mm-hmm. Mr. Guest, I know that he was one of just a few congressmen. You know, he's on the Congressional Ethics Committee, <laughs> and he was cited last year. He was cited for stock trading violations. <laughs> that he, he doesn't talk about that either,、What? as you can imagine. Oh, yeah. He,、uh, he was cited for violating <laughs> some、uh, stock trading violations.、Uh, when I'm in Congress, one of the things I'm going to push for is to make it illegal. For if you're in Congress, for you, for your spouse, for anybody on your staff, even, and your close staff, to be trading in stocks. That it's one thing if you've got some assets and you want to put it in some kind of blind trust that you don't have any, any impact on it. Because,、mm-hmm. um, you know, th- admittedly, I'm sure the, the majority of people that are in Congress, that they, they're not using inside trading. They're probably good people、right. in terms of that. But it gives the perception that there could be. Something bad going on, and perception becomes reality. And that we need to, they can still make money. It's not saying you go to Congress and you can't make money anymore, but it's just removing one of the potential temptations where they can get some of that inside information and profit off of it, information that we don't have. And this is a, unfortunately, it's a bipartisan thing. I, I don't know if y'all、uh, remember after the Initial COVID hearings that they had, or maybe COVID briefings back in March of 2020,、mm-hmm. there are two Democrats and two Republicans who were in those classified briefings, and then they went out and they, they sold some stocks and they bought some stocks.、That's、and、right. they didn't tell nobody about it, but they were making their money.、Mm-hmm. They were getting theirs. Selling short. Yeah, exactly. And so we got, we got to get rid of it all. Folks, we're talking with Michael Cassidy. We got the right mic, baby. Mike Cassidy's in the studios. He's running against. Michael Guest, the John, Cain, John McCain wannabe, soon to be, and folks to our detriment.、Uh, we need to nip this in the bud right now. And he is, he's shown us what he's going to do.、Uh, again, he has not raised a finger, lifted a finger on behalf of the January 6th protesters. He hasn't asked、uh, Nancy Pelosi to release the 14,000 hours of、uh, capital videotape that would uh, uh, exonerate many of these men and women being held by the D.C. police. Again, Why do we have him up there if he's not willing to stand for the American people? All he wants to do is take advantage of it, feather his nest, and take care of his family. We have families too. You have something to say about what you intend to do for families? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that the American family is the bedrock of our nation and that it ought to be easier for any family in America, Mississippi especially, to be able to、uh, thrive. Without having to be reliant on government subsidies,、um, reliant on, on handouts. And one way we do that is that we make sure people can get some good jobs.、Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Mr. Guest has been a fan of,、uh, that Mr. Trump, that Donald Trump, he was、uh, on the other side, he's on the same side as me, is that when we've had、uh, over the past decades, and this has been on the left and the right alike, when we've sent our jobs and our industry. Overseas,、mm-hmm. then that not only I mean, it, it hurts the American people and makes them、uh, lose their jobs, not have enough resources, makes them more likely to 
uh, start taking drugs. We've seen over 100,000 people die from drugs just in the last year alone. Drug mm-hmm. overdoses, it's horrible. But most importantly, perhaps, it's even a national security issue because when we can't produce our own supplies in this country, when we don't have our own domestic industries in this country, then when something like COVID happens and we have and China starts shutting down their ports and then we have a big, a huge lines for cargo ships going on off the coast of California mm-hmm. – and people can't get what they need to survive. You know, something, the thing that does not get stuck on cargo ships are products made in America by American workers. That's and right. we need to get back to that. It's a national security issue, and we can do that. There are a few things we can do, making it more competitive, uh, making a more business-friendly environment for mm-hmm. America, American businesses to be here. So that way that we're not at a disadvantage to China or Vietnam or Mexico or right. whomever. And we also got to be tough on those same countries, especially China, for the intellectual property theft that they're doing in our country today. We got to actually fight. And that's something that the people in D.C. right now, they just ain't doing. Folks, we're talking with Mike Cassidy. You can go to votecassidy.com for more information on this campaign, make donations, and get yard signs and paraphernalia to help spread the word. You got the right mic, baby. Mike Cassidy, votecassidy.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is, there we go, and it is Wednesday. We've got the right Mike in the studios, Mike Cassidy, third district congressional candidate against Michael Guest. You don't have to guess about Michael now. We know where he's coming from. Folks, he's Benny Thompson light, literally, and uh, uh, we, actually, in several ways, but that being said, we can do better, and we have someone who's offering, folks, these are critical times. We've got to separate. Okay, I know Mike when he was a DA. He's a nice guy. This guy is poised to screw us, and we cannot afford. I mean, we don't have any t- too many more turnovers or interceptions we can sustain here, brother. Uh, and we have someone who's offering himself up for uh, that position there. Vote um, Cassidy dot com is the web presence. Uh, tell people a little bit more about your campaign and what they can do to help you out if they want to help out. Well, certainly the the campaign. I'm a, as you, you introduced me before, I'm an F-18 pilot by trade, Navy pilot, and then I got out about a year ago, uh, and I stuck around Mississippi. I'm from Virginia originally, but I decided that I like this place and uh, figured to put down some roots here. And uh, the campaign itself, the, the best way to help is what you've already talked about, is going to that website, vocacity.com, to can read more in-depth on some of the issues that we've talked about here today and we'll keep talking about. Uh, you can also donate uh, fi- financially to the campaign. That money, for better or worse, it's the lifeblood of, of any campaign. Uh, you can sign up to volunteer. You can sign up for uh, yard signs and all that. And most importantly, go out and tell your friends and family about me. Tell uh, tell anybody who's in that Mississippi 3rd District uh, to go vote on June 7th for Michael Cassidy. That's who you need, get, need to vote for. Tell us about your, uh, uh, your political upbringing and how you came to be uh, the Mike Cassidy that we see sitting here before you, what formed your political thoughts, what major events, uh, how long were you in the military, uh, and did that? I'm sure you weren't political, obviously, when you were in the military, but how long were you in there? Yeah, certainly. Uh, I'll take this opportunity to say I- I'm still in the Navy Reserves, and mm-hmm. nothing, everything that I'm saying, it's as uh, as my own presence as a civilian it ain't got uh, right. nothing to do with uh, with the military but just like you said I was I was in the military I didn't have any political experience until just um, just this year and 
I joined the Navy in 2009. I was inspired to do so by uh, the events of September 11th that I I mean, I thought about being an astronaut or being a truck driver or something along that, being a a pizza delivery man. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And those were the things I was thinking about. And then 9-11 happened. And that took place uh, just the the Pentagon's just a few miles away from where I went to high school. Mm -hmm. And boy, did that change my thinking. And I realized that I couldn't ignore all the sacrifices that all the people had made over the, the centuries to have our country, to have our way of life, and that I felt obligated to do something to give back. And so uh, after high school, I signed up for the Navy Reserve Officer Training Corps. And so after a few years, got my commission, uh, got a pilot slot, and then I went around uh, the country, ended up in Virginia Beach, uh, flying F-18s, and came back here to Mississippi to be an instructor pilot. And I'd see conservative, I mean, excuse me, I'd see political stuff um, on the news. But again, I'm, I was in the military. I wouldn't ever have a bumper sticker. I'd vote Republican. Mm-hmm. But other than just talking to friends and family, I never really got involved. But I'd see all the bureaucratic things mm-hmm. going on in the Navy. And the Navy, I mean, it's, it's the government. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of bureaucracy. Right. And I'd see some of the problems that we had. And I figured, you know, somebody's got to do something or like, to do something, you can't do it inside the Navy. You've mm-hmm. got to get out. So I thought about going to be a staffer, maybe working uh, on somebody on the uh, a committee in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could give some of my experience to the people who Make should sure be taking care of our country. But after paying attention for a bit longer, you know, as you've seen, the people that are running this country ain't running it right. And there are <laughs> only a handful that really even truly got their – uh, their hearts in the right place that are fighting, or even if they got their hearts in the right place, there are only p- few of them that are actually fighting right. uh, for what they believe in. And so after I got out of active duty a year ago, I started thinking, and I didn't have any like Paul on the road to Damascus moment where I, I knew I'm going to be a candidate, but it just kind of slowly developed last year. And one of the things like you talked about with Mr. Guest voting for the January 6th, commission Mm -hmm. and that was something i said how in the world can we have somebody representing Mm -hmm. us this conservative district how can we have somebody like that representing us and eventually i made the decision that you know if i don't do anything about it i don't have faith that it's it's going to be done right so that's why i put my hat in the ring Mm. Um, again we're talking with uh, michael cassidy and you can go to vote cassidy triple dub vote cassidy.com if you've got a question or comment our number is 601-879-0002. You can call in and ask that question of him or make a statement or a statement of support. He will certainly receive that. Now, the uh, uh, so you're putting together your campaign. Uh, what is it that you have need of? Uh, biggest need is votes on June seventh. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. I mean, we got to have the we got to have a, I mean, a good, secure election, of course. But we got to have we got to have the right votes. We got to have enough votes uh, to beat Mister Guest and to to uh, facilitate that. We do need money. We need uh, money and people spreading the word. Mm-hmm. And the more money we get, then uh, the more advertisements we can get, so we can uh, get the word out to to tell everybody else because. Most people, for better or worse, they ain't really paying too much attention to this primary election. It ain't a presidential election year. Mm -hmm. There's no Senate race going on. And 
So most people are just going about living their lives and honestly worrying about more important things day to day to them, all the inflation that's going on, all the things that are going on with Ukraine. Some people are still dealing with COVID mandates. That's one thing that is actually quite near and dear to my heart, uh, literally, uh, in that the – there is still a mandate for the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine for the armed services. Hmm. And in my reserve unit alone, we've got something like 10% of the people that are in danger of getting kicked out of the military. These are people that the, uh, the Navy and the Marine Corps have spent 15, $20 million of training on, but because they're a health risk, according to the government, because they don't have a vaccine, they're going to get kicked out, and they're not going to get honorable discharges either, mm-hmm. the way, at least the way that uh, the military wants it. Mm-hmm. And you know what Mr. Guest said about that? Basically nothing. It took him about six months. There's a congressman, Tom, Thomas Massey of Kentucky, right. mm-hmm. that he made a, uh, a proposal that would get rid of the, the military COVID mandate. And so uh, Mr. Guest, he did sign, it took him six months to sign on to it. He did sign, but he hasn't said anything about, just like Donald Trump said a couple weeks ago at his rally in South Carolina, the importance of getting back pay to anybody who's been kicked out already mm-hmm. and then getting the, the benefits because people lose their, are losing their veteran uh, veterans benefits. Wow. Uh, and they're also not getting a full honorable discharge. And when you don't get an honorable discharge, that has other effects. It makes it less likely, likely you can get a job on the outside. Wow. And this is all for people who have sincere objections right. to the COVID vaccine. And everybody at this point knows, especially for the people that in, that, in our demographic, relatively healthy people, young people, mm-hmm. we're not in, in any danger from it, really. It's almost like they want to punish. I mean, that's, that's their goal. It is. They've gotten so much. They're so invested in it that they can't, they t- they can't take a step back without admitting that they're wrong. And people hate admitting they're wrong, especially politicians. They mm-hmm. hate it. And that is why we're in the predicament that we are today. And Michael Guess is nowhere to support what, what is right in this situation. He's nowhere. He's looking for Mike, looking out for Mike. It's a sad story. Our number is 601-879-0002. We're talking with uh, Mike Cassidy. You can go to uh, votecassidy.com. Or some of you just sent me text saying that you made contribution to his campaign. God bless you. Thank you so much. Uh, votecassidy.com. You can go there and make contributions, help out, offer to volunteer. Folks, this is how it's done. I mean, you got to have somebody offer themselves up for service. You got to be willing. People want term limits. This is how you get term limits. Send this guy back to the house. He's already showed us what he's about. He's already showed us that he sells us out soon as he could. And again, the stakes are too high. Uh, as we sit back and, and, and look at it, what else would you like to see done? We got the Ukrainian situation. They're talking about, and you, you just mentioned, 10% of the uh, uh, workforce could be eliminated as we attempt to go to war. We ran up all this debt. What's your thoughts on all that? Yeah, Ukraine, that's something uh, that, man, it that is, we ain't got enough time to talk about Ukraine, unfortunately, but the it is insane to me how many people that they've seen, and this is people on the right, too, mm-hmm. that they've seen everything that the media's put out over the last few years, whether it's with the fiery yet mostly peaceful riots putting out the Hunter Biden laptop was nothing, putting out all the fake news of Russia collusion with Donald Trump. Uh, Oh, excuse me. And uh, folks, those three things there was brought to you by the FBI. But go ahead. And 
all those things that the media, that finally people on the right are starting to, the past few years, have realized how bad the media is, but they're willing to accept the same narratives that the media is putting out without even just taking a step back and questioning. Right. For example, if we're on the same side as if, if the same people such as Hillary Clinton, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, Lindsey Graham, and George Soros, they're all on the same page, Something's wrong. then you need to you need to at least take a step back and say, okay, what are all the facts? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And the the fact is, is that we were getting rushed into into conflict and uh, people like Lindsey Graham and Michael Guest, they've called for a couple well, Michael Guest has not explicitly called for a no fly zone, but he's talked favorably about a no fly zone. He said, hey, if if Vladimir Putin, if they escalate the war uh, at all in Ukraine, and there have been so many lies about that yeah. war already that have Absolutely. been that have been proven true. But if they get if they see a little bit of propaganda that Russia has escalated the war, whether they do or not then they want to put in a no-fly zone, and a no-fly zone means war. That's going to be the opening volleys of World War III if we have the people that I've trained, the people that I served with, out there in the Mediterranean that are going to be shooting down Russian planes. Wow. That, we don't know what would happen next. Well, like I said, Putin has nothing to lose to throw, go all out. We're talking with uh, Michael Cassidy. His web presence is www.votecassidy.com. We're going to take a break. If you have a comment, 601. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you, my good friend, Chuck Manning, Manning Enterprises, the guy who does everything, general contractor extraordinaire, third-generation contractor, knows how to swing a hammer. He has general contractors in his family on both sides, up and down, the whole nine yards. Chuck knows what he's doing. He can make your dreams come true, whatever it is you want, a total remodel or just the room, kitchen, bedroom, add a patio, whatever needs to be done, Chuck's your guy. And not only that, folks. He is a man of integrity. I commend him to you highly. Give Chuck, better yet, rather than give him a call, give him a text, 601-946-4158. Say, Chuck, give me a call. I want to talk with you about a possible remodeling job, 601-946-4158. And you can also see uh, uh, samples of his work and hear testimonials by going to manningenterprises.me, not .com, .me. That's M-O-E-N-N-I-N-G, enterprises.me. Let's go back to Mr. Mike Cassidy. His website is triple-dove-vote-cassidy.com, and uh, you can make a contribution there. You can make donations, uh, support, offer to volunteer, the whole nine yards. Now, uh, just give us a, a, a thumbnail sketch of some of your positions on uh, immigration, education, COVID restrictions, whatever. Yeah, of course. The immigration, that's one of the just basic, it's a numbers thing when mm-hmm. it comes down. It's just a numbers thing, something like 80% of all people that are born, uh, that are foreign-born citizens, mm-hmm. 80% of them vote Democratic. So it's just good policy for a Republican to be for less immigration because it makes it, <clears throat> it, it hurts us in being able to win elections. Mr. Guest says nothing about uh, restricting immigration. He, in fact, he is for, he's pro-amnesty. Mm-hmm. He's been, he hasn't talked, now he hasn't talked about that in a couple of years, but if you go back to the 2018 campaign, He's for comprehensive immigration reform, which every, which that's just amnesty. the code word for amnesty. It's the, the nice way of putting it to, to disguise what it really is. It's mm-hmm. amnesty. And we did that back 
with Reagan, I believe, in the 80s. And, of course, it didn't stop anything. It's just it's putting it's putting a patch that is it, on a on a leaky uh, leaky faucet that's just going to leak again. And uh, we see something like 1.5 million immigrants coming in the country every year, and it's going more now because of the disastrous Biden policies that we've been going that we've had going on that reverse all the good things we had with Trump. So what we need to do, we need to finish the wall first off. Uh, we need to even we need to put military on the border. Mm-hmm. to help close some of the gaps that the Border Patrol, that they that they simply aren't able to cover. Uh, people say fences don't work. Well, what do we have guarding our mo- like some of our most precious national assets, our nuclear weapons? It's fences that are guarded by armed Marines. And so that's... If they can put up the ones like they have up around the, the Congress in D.C., those seem to be working pretty good. Oh, yeah. Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> all them, they, they all got fences around where they, mm-hmm. uh, where they live because they know that fences work. And more than that, we need to also deport everybody who's here illegally. We can do it. We just have to have the will. We got to be able to fight to actually make that happen. And then we need to put in a immigration moratorium for uh, several years. Uh, immigration's been great for the country over over the, the the time that we've had. No few people would argue against that. Right. It's been great. But it's not working right now, and we need to take a pause to help assimilate the people that are already here. Um, we need to get everybody, again, who's here legally back out. We need to end birthright citizenship. That's something Mr. Guest doesn't talk about at all. One of the things that actually gets the, the most people in this country is visa overstays. And that's something that Guest has asked the Biden administration for more visas. He's asking for more visas. Visa overstays happen. People uh, have their children born here, become American citizens. It's a it's an industry across China and other pla- and other places in Latin America where people just come up here to give birth, mm-hmm. so that way their kids can have citizenship, have all the benefits without con- contributing, mm-hmm. and that's why that's part of the reason why we've got uh, we're in such a bad fiscal uh, situation today. And that leads to the anchor baby bringing in all the families, mm-hmm. members, and you know it's just a never ending, and uh, essentially. What you're talking about is the same thing our, our beloved president, Donald Trump, was saying. I'm just trying to give the American people an even break. Uh, we can't, you know, we got hearts of gold. We give freely, yada, yada. But there's a limit. Yes. Just, there's just a financial limit. And uh, we're trying to preserve the the host so that there'll be more for future generations. But the way they're riding this, they're, they're riding this country down like sea biscuit, brother. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, and one of the other things with immigration, the back going to August when all the, the disastrous Afghan uh, Afghan withdrawal was happening. Mm-hmm. Mr. Guest was trying to get the tens of thousands over, I think over a hundred thousand people uh, coming into the country. And it was not. And of course people, our hearts were breaking for all the people in Afghanistan, people that had helped us out. Right. Of course we want to make sure that they're done right. Uh, but there was no accountability for who was getting on those planes. And even I think within the first month, they're already Afghans that were committing sexual assaults, that were committing other crimes. But, of course, that gets brushed under the rug. These people were not vetted. But with the poor judgment people like Mr. Guest were using, we got all these people in. But you know what neighborhoods they ain't going to? They ain't going to Mr. Guest's neighborhood. That's right. They're just all the politicians. They like to say, oh, well, we can we can feel good. We can do the, the feel good thing by bringing these people in. But, oh, be at the same schools as my children. No, they're not doing that. Well, you know, it raises the question because these people are clearly here and they're streaming across. the board, But where are they? I mean, 
they're not populating the job sites because there's too many people looking for people to work.、Uh, they're being holed up somewhere and they're being, they're being fed by the American taxpayer. That needs to be investigated. These NGOs that are, that are stashing these folks、yep. away,、uh, we need to find out what's going on with this. Yeah, and one of the terrible things, too, is the, the human trafficking aspect to it,、right. especially across the southern border, that there's tons of, of children that are getting smuggled up for,、uh, for horrible uses by people, and being, there's all this exploitation, and again, it just has to stop.、Um, moving on to education. So,、mm-hmm. one of the things that We got to do as conservatives. We got to fight. And one,、uh, we see、uh, Donald Trump back when he was president, he made that executive order,、uh, finish, uh, getting rid of CRT with the government. But then Biden came in and I'm sure it got reversed. We、mm. need to have more permanent solutions to get rid of CRT, to, where children are being taught to hate themselves just because of what they look like or、mm-hmm. because of their ancestors tearing down our country.、Um, and also, as it's in the news just about every day now, it seems. We need to make sure we restrict the sports and bathrooms to people of the same sex. That you have, if you're a woman, if you're a girl in high school, you shouldn't be having men playing dress up going to your dressing room, going to your locker room. It's、right. absolutely insane. It's something that nobody, even five years ago, would have been on the left. They wouldn't have been saying this is normal. And now we're seeing all sorts of weird things going on with the, that same. Uh, direction of social degeneracy that's going on. We saw it yesterday. There's somebody on NBC News, maybe it was this weekend, that they're talking about the hearings for this new Supreme Court nominee.、Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how the, the judge had been lenient on these child、uh, predators, these、right. uh, child pornographers. And the people in the media were running interference. They're, ba- they're saying, oh, of course, the, this is a normal thing for people that age to be doing this. It's like, no,、yeah. the guy was 18, she was eight.、Right. What, how, how is this normal? But they, the people on the left, they will defend anything degenerate if the people on the right are against it. It's absurd. Well, yeah.、Uh, anything for a win for them, they don't care. They don't have any standards.、Uh, death and destruction doesn't dissuade them. I mean, it's. You know, it's just part of their strategy. And we have to recognize it for what it is. We can sit back and wring our hands at their lack of morality or、uh, human, hum,、uh, human characteristics or anything like that. The bottom line is they have to be stopped. And we are offering、uh, Michael Guest, excuse me, Michael Guest has a、uh, candidate who's going to offer you an alternative. You got the right Mike here, Mike Cassidy. You can go to triple dub, votecassidy.com, find out more how you can help out with the campaign. He'll be gladly,、uh, glad to receive your help, your financial support, your volunteer.、Uh, anything you can do, put out a yard sign, put a yard sign in your yard. He's,、uh, he's looking for your support. Our number, 601 879. In the studios for Congressional District 3, we're,、uh, running against Michael Guest. We got votecassidy.com is the web presence where you can、uh, log on and help out.、Uh, Mike, you got a final wrap up here?、Uh, yeah, thank you very much. The,、uh, if you didn't. Here from the beginning of the program, the, my name is Michael Cassidy. I'm an America First Republican, and I'm running against the,、uh, the rhino, Michael Guest.、Um, and he's got to go. He's just one of those D.C. politicians that he, he may、uh, talk a big game about how he's a Republican. He may say that he backed President Trump back three, four years ago, but he's been there long enough that we can see where his true colors are, where his true colors lie. 
and that he's just another swamp creature, guys. He's just another swamp creature, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't fight for us. He doesn't fight for the American people. He needs people. He doesn't fight for the Mississippi 3rd District. We need somebody who's going to go to D.C., who's got the energy of somebody like Donald Trump, who's got the energy and the willpower of somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's actually going to hold the establishment's feet to the fire and not let them get away with all the evil things that have been going on in our country. I mean, we look at everything that's been going on the past few years, and then we see the path that our country's going on, and we wonder what it's going to be like in five years, in 10 years, in 25 years from now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm worried. I'm mm-hmm. sure that y'all are worried too. And if we don't do anything about it, if we just keep saying that we're worried, well, nothing's going to change. The people in D.C. are going to keep on being the same people in D.C., and we're going to keep on going down this path of degradation, of national power, of our culture, and we're not going to be leaving a good place for our children and our grandchildren uh, to be able to live their lives like so many of our ancestors have. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to do something. We've got to fight. And that's why I decided to get in the race, because I was tired of seeing all these bad things happening with nobody in this Mississippi 3rd District in Congress actually fighting for it. And so how y'all can help me out, y'all can help me out by, again, telling your friends and family about me, going to my website, which is, again, votecassidy.com, and helping out with the financial contribution. Most importantly, though, it's going out to the polls on June 7th or getting an absentee ballot if you ain't, uh, ain't going to be around. Uh, make sure, or if you're not even registered to vote, make sure that you check and see that you're registered to vote. The 3rd District did just change its uh, boundaries recently. Make sure that you're uh, registered to vote and you're in the Mississippi 3rd. Again, Michael Cassidy, vote June 7th. VoteCassidy.com is the web presence, VoteCassidy.com. Vote the right mic. You have a choice. This is how term limit is actually uh, what the founding fathers intended. Vote Mike Cassidy. We'll take a break back in 22 hours. See you on the radio. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.